0: Welcome to Understanding the Bible with Pastor Stephen, episode number eight, Why the Bible Does Not Support Evolution. So let me just start out by saying that uh, many times science has been proven wrong. Every time science has contradicted the Bible, eventually discoveries show that the Bible was right, science was wrong. You can do anything from, you know, the flat earth um, up to uh, evolution today. And it's commonly taught as the evolutionary theory is a fact. It's not a theory. People will laugh at you if you say you don't believe it. They will tell you, well, it's been proven. You you could see it every day in the fossil record, which is completely false, which is why we are still searching for the missing link, because there is no fossil record that shows evolution. Every fossil record shows distinct species that either are still in existence today or were only showing up in the fossil record as already complete, no missing parts. Whereas if you have a transition from one species to another, you're going to be losing parts and then gaining new parts that don't function yet, etc., cetera. Et cetera. Uh, there is zero of that in the fossil record. So there's three types of evolution that you need to uh, address. And today, part one, is going to be addressing the Big Bang Theory and the creation of the world. All right, so uh, that's going to be the focus. Uh, then the next time we'll talk about the transition over time of one species to another by natural selection, creating dominant genes that then take over and help change the animal uh, or the plant to something else. That'll be part two, and then we'll cover uh, part three. Will be microevolution, which is temporary modification of one species, but not a change in their DNA. And take a wild guess at to which one the Bible supports, number three. So we'll dive into Genesis here. Uh, Genesis tells us that God created the world in six days and rested on the seventh. Uh, We'll start with just uh, the first five verses of the Bible, Genesis 1, 1 through 5. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness, and God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Number one, God created the heavens and the earth out of nothing. There was nothing there, just his word. He spoke, and it happened. Take, for instance, a void or a vacuum with nothing in it. If you instantly drop a planet there let alone millions or billions however many stars there are i have no idea if if there's nothing there and then suddenly there is just physics the placement of matter suddenly especially billions of tons of matter like a planet wouldn't that look like an explosion possibly even the big bang now throw in that the element of movement because as we know the earth is spinning and the earth is in its own galaxy that is spinning and every star in the galaxy is spinning with planets rotating around that so each solar system right so now you have a void suddenly things are there and they're moving super fast i'm pretty certain that would look like a big bang with spreading out movements of galaxies flung across the sky like i can't imagine anything bigger than that and it is quite possible that evidence for the big bang can be found showing the rotation of the galaxies and the solar systems and things like that starting from one location maybe where um, where god spoke and boom there it was and they just started spinning like crazy following their orbits I'm not a scientist so I don't know what that would look like but something in out of nothing is pretty spectacular. so I, I'm okay with using the terminology of the Big Bang if you if you believe in God. the only question is um, are you lending credence to well God didn't do it by using evolutionist terminology So you know it's up to you um, depending on how you feel or how you want to talk about uh, evolution. But the Big Bang is reasonable, considering the Bible says nothing was there, and then boom, there it was. Point number two about these verses is uh, where God talks about day and night. He says, the evening and the morning were the first day. All six days of creation in the book of Genesis reference this. Evening and the morning, daytime and nighttime defines a day. Clearly not millions of years in between each of the days of creation, as some people claim. So, the verse that people use to to argue that is 2 Peter 3.8. It says, But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. Clearly, using a simile, they use the word as, saying that one day is as a thousand years. So, using that grammatical knowledge, people are saying that one day in the Bible could be a thousand years or a million years or a billion years. So when Jesus says on day one, he did something, uh, obviously it means he allowed evolution to progress over a billion years. And then when he says day two, it was just a time period. You know, it was obviously one day is, is a thousand years to God. So it doesn't mean one day, right? So that's what people argue when it comes to creation. Number one, this is dishonest. It is a complete misrepresentation and a lack of logic comparing the very literal use of the word day in Genesis to this passage. In Genesis, it defines what it means by a day. It says the light and the darkness he called night, or the light was day and the darkness he called night. That makes it very clear. He's talking about a 24 hour period. And then he throws in another thing where he says, and the evening and the morning were the first day. God was making it very clear that this is a 24-hour period. One revolution of the earth or one rotation of the earth. 24 hours. Evening. Morning. Light is daytime. Darkness is nighttime. You cannot have that clear definition of a day and say, well, it could mean millions of years. That's just dishonest. Number two go back to our previous podcast about context. 2 Peter 3:8 is clearly talking about the destruction of the earth and the promised judgment and from God that it will happen eventually despite mankind thinking it's taking forever to come. Because human beings live a mere 70 years, God is eternal. So one day is as a thousand years to God. It's not a big deal to him. A thousand years passes in a blink of an eye, like one day, to God. So you read the immediate context of that, and you'll clearly see that's what it's talking about, and that it's not saying that every time God says the word day, he's referring to a thousand years. That is a lie. So let's go back to the previous verse. Instead of 2 Peter 3.8, 3.7, But the heavens and the earth, which are now, by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire, against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But, beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. He's saying, you good Christian people who want to see evil punished, ungodly men, the day of judgment, don't worry, it will happen eventually. Verse 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is longsuffering to usward, not willing that we should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. We won't get into the end times in judgment. We're talking about the beginning of the earth. So you need to understand that when people say that about a thousand years, they either are ignorant of what it is talking about, and so you can explain the end times judgment and God being eternal, Or they are deliberately misrepresenting and lying, trying to compare apples to oranges, and it doesn't fit. So the question then uh, that people have is, well, what about the appearance of time? Stars are millions of light years away. If we can see them, obviously they've been around for millions of years. So if you follow the biblical timeline, um, you know, of how many years each human being lived, Adam and Eve, and so on. Um, I think Adam lived like 900 and some years before he died. And if you add up all those dates in the Bible and all those time frames, you get somewhere between six and 10,000 years. I've never done it myself, but that's what the common consensus is that Adam and Eve lived about six to 10,000 years prior to this time period, the 21st century. So if, Stars are millions of light years away. Doesn't that disprove those biblical dates or at least make us believe that okay, God took millions of years to create things? So, could He have used evolution? So, the first thing I have to say is when you come up with something that you're unsure about, you're and and it uh, seems to be logical that stars are millions of light years away, and so therefore the earth has to be millions of years old um, for us to see that light. The first question I have for you is. Do you honestly believe the Bible? If you do, these questions are academic or philosophical. They do not disprove the Bible. They, do not, they should not shake your faith. It doesn't matter what the answer is because your day-to-day life, going to work, loving your family, reading the Bible, your trust in Jesus Christ as God, does not matter ultimately as to whether the earth was created 20 million years ago or, or 6,000 years ago or a billion years ago. It does not change your day-to-day life. So if you believe the Bible, this is just a fun thing to talk about. If you choose to believe the things that don't make sense, you believe God, it will be counted as righteousness to you. You do not let your faith be shaken. You stick to the word and you say you believe it even if it doesn't make sense to you yet. You may later in life find an explanation for it or have something explained to you that you just didn't know. Or when we die and get to heaven, you can ask God and he will explain it to you, but you still believe. So I'd like to point out also, um, you know, sure. The stars look like they're millions of light years away, but what about Adam and Eve? Were they created as newborn babies or were they full grown adults? The Bible Indicates that they are full grown adults. They had the appearance of age even though they were only a day old. So I would submit that God created everything as complete. It was not gradual. It did not need time to grow or develop or evolve, or it wouldn't have worked. God did not create everything over time. He made them instantly. So think of the earth and the sun. They didn't start spinning to create gravity. You know and it and it took 18 months or whatever before gravity was fully functional no he created the planets already in orbits and already spinning the stars and rocks were created with the appearance of age as well i would submit to you that the earth was already uh receiving light from those stars when god created everything all at once instantly now here's a really cool uh thing that i would encourage you to just think about um genesis 1 3 God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. Then you had day two, day three. And then verse 14, it said, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons and days and years. The stars are literally how we compute time. For days and years. Just research a little bit about astronomy. The rotation of the planets, the rotation of the earth is one day, the orbit of the earth around the sun is one year, etc., etc., etc. All right, verse 15 it says, And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights the greater light to rule the day, the sun, and the lesser light to rule the night, the moon. And he made the stars also. This is day four. God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Day one, God created the light. Day four, God created the sun and the moon and the stars to give us that light. This is the equivalent of a flashlight and a beam of light compare this to a star millions of light years away. God created the beam of light first, and three days later it says he created the flashlight on the other side of that beam of light. That blows my mind. Could God have created the beams of light on day one and all the stars on day four, as the Bible says? Or was it something else? Maybe the light was just emanating from God and lighted up all his creation until he Put the sun and the moon and the stars up there. That's quite possible as well. It's just a very fun theory to think about. Here's my conclusion. God is all powerful and we cannot begin to grasp his power, let alone question it. How dare we? We either believe the Bible, all of it, or we choose not to believe. I believe exactly what the Bible says. He created everything in six days. Evolution is wrong. Period. Stay tuned for part two uh, next week and have a wonderful day.